Hello, and welcome to the Read to Know podcast, where the goal is to actually remember what you read so then you can better apply it to your life. On this podcast, we go through a book one chapter at a time, and then we actually practice remembering what we've read. So if you want to follow along, we're currently working our way through Bob Goff's book, Dream Big. I'm Zach Brown, and my friend Chris Yarber is joining me to help discuss and break down this book. Also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, it would be huge if you left a rating and review for us. It would help out a ton. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, no worries. Just send this to a friend who might be interested. Anyway, thanks again for listening, and enjoy the conversation. Yesterday, Chris, you gave a story of how you failed recently. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking, since today we're talking about failure again, mm-hmm. there's another chapter. I thought I would find a, figure out, a, tell a story of a time where I have failed recently. And, mm-hmm. I, and I got one. Interesting. I got one to share. Okay. So, I've been playing guitar for a while now. Yeah. Uh, probably... Uh, like I was like 12 or 11 or 12 or something when I first started playing guitar. So I've been playing guitar for a while. I've been playing at church for, uh, for you know, years, right. you know, every weekend for yeah. years. You're a great guitar player, by thank the way. You, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, but with that being said, so there was a song that we were playing, played it a bunch of times before, like easy, no problem. But uh, the person who was singing, uh, it was a little too high for them. So we had to drop the key down a whole step. And so it didn't make it any more difficult. I just had to move my fingers down a couple of frets. Not a big deal. But the thing is, every time we went to play it then, my brain was just still locked into the original key. Uh-huh. And so I had a hard time of of starting in the right... Once I was in the right key, once we started, I was fine. But the guitar part is what starts it off. And so I have to start it in the right key. And every time, even in practice, I was like, I can't remember to... St- move over to the right key because uh-huh. I was still stuck in the original key. Yeah. I was like, all right, I, I'll remember. I just got to think about it. And of course, then I'm like tuning my guitar right before, you know, all right, okay, you know, and then I start and it's time to start. Of course, I completely forget again and I play it in the original key. <laughs> and so it's just the guitar like, do-do-do-do-do, like, you know, like at the very beginning in the wrong key. And then I'm like, and then everyone comes in and I'm like, ah, oh, crap, I did, th- I did it again, uh-huh. wrong key. And so then I just, you know, I, I played it off though, like I knew what I was doing, and I just went, vroom, vroom, and back into the right key. <laughs> nice. So you know, yeah, that's that's the best kind of failures when you can play it off. You know that scooter story I shared the other day. There's just no playing that off. There were too many witnesses, mm-hmm. too many, so couldn't lie about it. Couldn't you know play it off like it never even happened. Um, the one on my hand's getting better, but my knee's still pretty scraped up. So anyway, yeah. epic failure. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think I might have fooled a couple people. People, mm-hmm. so there are a couple people who probably weren't wise enough to figure it out. But I'm sure there had to be people who 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 heard that uh, because it was pretty apparent. Yeah, what I was playing was wrong. So yeah, or it just sounded like everyone else was wrong and I was right. Either way, right. something was off. But uh, but yeah, you know, you just gotta play it off. You know, you do. Just like, yeah, don't worry it about off. it too much. I remember back when I was you know, still very new to guitar playing. If I played, you know, and I played like a solo, I was so nervous, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, I was so nervous that I would mess myself up just because of how nervous mm, I was. Uh-huh, yeah. So, you know, there I was, I was just like, oh crap, got it wrong. And then that uh, switch, you know, and then just keep going. Like you, it's really true what, you know, you're talking about in the last chapter. Like if you don't worry so much about what other people think, 
it's really not that big a deal. I was just like, oh, I'm playing the wrong right. thing. All right, play the right thing now. Yeah, because yeah. being, being a musician myself, um, you know, playing more classical, you know, music, I've had moments where I've frozen up before in, in front of people. And that's really the reason why uh, we get nervous. And sometimes the reason why uh, we do tend to fail is because, it, and I wouldn't have been nervous and you wouldn't have been nervous in those situations when it came to performance time uh, if we weren't concerned about what other people may be thinking. Uh, but the beautiful thing about failures that I love and something a little different he draws out in this chapter, chapter 26, is that these failures can inform us because like that guitar solo, for instance, you know, after you realize that you had messed that up, you're like, okay, well, let's go back into the right key here. And that's exactly what you did. And so that informed you from the, that point on to play in the right key and, you know, to make the changes that you need to make. And so that is a, a benefit of failure and why I think, you know, we, we need to show not only other people some more grace when they fail, but also ourselves. We need to show ourselves some more grace as uh, we fail as well. And after a failure, you know, jump back from it and ask ourselves, okay, what can I learn from this? And, um, how can I keep moving forward? Yeah, so we're talking about failure again, and you might think, what's what else does he have to say alongside the you know the chapter we've already had on mm-hmm. failure? Maybe the couple chapters we've had on failure. There's a little bit more he has to say here, and you mentioned it already that you know we can learn from our mistakes, even if they're big ones. You know, and he talks about here uh, epic fails. You right. know, and he gives himself not only does he learn from it, but he also gives himself grace when he does. Right. You know, and he gives a few examples here in the chapter of those. And the reason why he says three epic fails is because he has three, is it tickets that he has in his pocket? Yeah, he carries around three tickets in his pocket and they kind of keep count for him, the failures that he has each year. And he says at the beginning of the chapter that if he um, fails twice in January, then there's something that he needs to change up because now all of a sudden he only has, you know, one, one ticket left. So it helps him keep count, helps him keep track of the failures. And then he can look back at those uh, tickets, I guess, after, after that failure and think, okay, what can I, what can I learn from this? And so that's really what we need to do with our failures and get in a habit of doing on our way towards our ambitions and our goals is we need to figure out, okay, what can I learn from this? Right. Because what he's saying here is that when we fail, if we're worried about what other people think, we're not thinking about what we can learn from it. You know, I think that's what he's getting at here because when we, going back to the music example, if we fail and we're worried about, we're like, oh man, what do other people think? Man, I suck. You know, I'm terrible. Like, I'm going to screw this up. I'm not going to be able to get back on track, whatever. You know, that's what's going through our minds, as he mentions here. But when that's going through our minds, we are having a hard time actually learning from it and actually moving on. And that's why he gives himself grace as well, because he realized, like, thinking these negative things about, you know, yourself when you fail isn't going to help you. And you need to learn how to be like, all right, I failed. It's all right. It's fine. What do I learn from it, though, and how do I keep moving forward? And that's why he has those tickets in his pocket. Is he's like, all right, I got this one. It's fine. Whatever. Keep going. Yeah. And that's the point he's kind of making in this chapter is that you got to focus on the right things when you are when you fail because your brain and your mind you can trip you up and uh, and tell yourself lies, as he says, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're not careful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- I think one of the the main encouragement that he wants us to take away from this chapter, at least I did, was I remembered uh, the phrase that uh, 
failure does not disqualify you. And, and so we need to remember that because you're right. Our, our mind, our body, you know, is going to think, okay, we've messed up. Everyone's going to remember this. No one's ever going to forget. We begin to tell ourselves these lies as you spoke of, but really what we need to begin to tell ourselves is that we're not disqualified just because of our failure. He said, you know, there are a lot of other people around us in the past and with us presently, and there will be in the future as well, people who have epically failed. And of course, he points to the Bible as some examples. You know, he, he pulls out uh, Abraham as one example. He pulls out David as another who was, uh, who um, cheated and also who murdered someone. So he was mm-hmm. an adulterer and a murderer. And then later on, He's known as someone, uh, as, as a man after God's own heart. Right. And so that failure certainly didn't disqualify him in the least. In the least. So, you know, we can find encouragement in, in looking in the past at people who have failed and seeing how there was grace and that didn't disqualify them. But then also, as I think as we begin to open up and become more honest about the failures that we've experienced or are experiencing, we will find that people, I think, have a lot more to share as well, uh, they just may not be courageous, uh, courageous enough or brave enough to to bring that up. But I think you know we have people that we spend every single day with that fail, uh, maybe in just as big of ways. They may look a little different, but just in as big of ways as as we do. So there can be some encouragement there. Right. Yeah. And he talks about that in this chapter, talking about perspective. Basically, you need to switch your perspective. Because he mentions, he goes a little bit even deeper with that and talks about, you know, people don't, nowadays, people don't post their failures. You know, no one, no one's talking about that yeah, online. Right. You know, yeah. when they, and he gives the example, when someone breaks up, no one posts about it. Yeah. They no take one, away all the pictures, the pictures all come down, you know what I mean? So right. that no one posts and be like, hey, just broke up. Yeah, no one's, no, no one posts about them and their friends, hey, me and my friend just got in an argument, just wanted everyone to know, or a video of you two shouting at one another. Exactly. No one's posting that. Yeah. And with that, you know, realizing that, that everyone's failing every day you know all around us and then also having these um old historic contexts of you know people have failed all the way through time you know and really taking that into perspective just to help you change that perspective and understand that it's just a thing that we all deal with and it's just a thing to learn from and prepare us for something better down the road we just need to keep moving forward and look at it the right way that's right yeah, a really encouraging chapter. I don't know if you are. Are you ready to get into yeah, let's the go book? Ahead. Let's go ahead and do it. Um, as we mentioned from the beginning, he <laughs> says that he gives himself three uh, epic fails each year. And he says they're not just oop fails. So this has a little bit different twist to it, although we are talking about failure just like we, d- we did from the last chapter. It's, it's not just an oops fail, but like totally epic mess up. He gives some examples of himself in here. And he says... The second in the second sentence or third sentence, you should give yourself a couple as well. So give yourself a couple failures. Right. And again, uh, just just a crazy another crazy story is that he was and you know hopefully you're reading this along with us and and that you don't you're not getting these stories just from us. But you know he was stoned and then taken yeah. to a hospital in uh, where is this in Mumbai? Yeah, <laughs> or south of Mumbai. Yeah, south we're ten, 10 hours south of Mumbai, he says, but uh, but still stoned, S- saving saving young girls from brothels is what yeah. he was doing, and they encountered a mob uh, through 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 this crazy story and and got stoned, and 
and then ended up in the hospital there. Ended, and, yeah, ended up in the hospital, and he's I'm sure he's sitting there in the hospital when he was when he was able to begin to kind of take a hold of everything. Like what what just happened after that moment? I'm sure he was sitting there thinking to himself, okay, how could this have been different? You know what? How can this failure inform me? moving forward as he continues in this work right. that he's doing. And it might not have been, again, it might not have been anything he could have done differently to change that outcome. No. Um, but, you know, he, he says what he's getting at here is that the bigger and more audacious your ambition is, the more epic the failure can be. So yeah. it's just kind of a thing to be aware of that the, the more the magnitude of the ambition affects the magnitude of the possible failure, you know. And that shouldn't scare us, but it should just be just a, you know something to be aware of to understand you know what i mean that yeah. and and that sometimes you know the more i date you're gonna you might have a bigger crowd <laughs> yeah to, you know than uh than you know for something small like forgetting to take out the trash right yeah and we we shouldn't be afraid of that especially when we learn and, and recognize that we're not alone when we when we do fail he says here that God shows us over and over again that our failures don't disqualify us. They prepare us is actually what they do. So we'll, we'll find uh, right, very similar I, to... Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, because I, I find that funny right before that too because he was talking about David again, like you said. And he said, as a culture, we've sent presidents packing and excommunicated pastors for much less <laughs> much than what less. David did, you know. And uh, and I just find that, you know, funny that, you know, we're that's what... We're not called to condemn and to rip people apart, even for when they fail either, no. but just to extend uh, grace and a helping hand when they need it. Yeah. Yeah. To remind people that, you know, it's not a waste. They're not disqualified, you know, to help kind of pick themselves back up. Because sometimes we need that after an epic failure is we need some people around us who are going to help us uh, pick back up. Um, but I love I love some some of the truth drops that he puts in these chapters throughout the book. One of them came from when he wrote that truthfully, most people are more concerned about others seeing them fail than they are about actually failing. So I love that. Such a truth bomb there um, that we're, we're more concerned with others seeing us fail than actually failing. And so for many of us, we may not actually be that afraid of, of failing. Okay. We think to ourselves, okay, I'm going to move forward in this ambition. I may have some setbacks and failures along the way. Many of us would probably say, you know, I recognize that that's okay. But really what we become more ashamed of is the thought of other people seeing us. Actually right. Because most of the time we don't see what others exactly. are doing, you know, wrong, what other people are failing at. We, we usually don't see it. So then we expect that they're, they're not, you know, because yeah. you don't, you don't, you don't think about that. Yes. And you don't put that into perspective. Yes. And, and one thing that failures can put into perspective is actually new perspectives, if that makes sense, if you can follow me here for a second, because he writes that failures can also lead to new and important discoveries. After he writes that, he tells a really touching story of him and his wife after their lodge that they had that meant so much to them in Canada burned, burned down. And he says towards the end of that story, that uh, to know this, that God will burn down whatever it takes to get to the truth of our lives. And so it's actually in the midst of failures and through these new perspectives that we can actually become people that we would have never become if it wasn't for that failure. And we can be better and we can be better for that. And I think even our road towards our ambitions can be better after that failure than 
where they would have been if we would have never failed in the first place, if that makes sense. Because he says in here that you're going to face setbacks in this adventure. Some of them small. Some of them are just going to knock you flat on your back. Um, but he says that if you want to take a big step towards your ambitions, decide right now you will give grace to yourself while you're waiting to give forgiveness to others or receive it from them. Right. Yeah, just like challenges and difficulties can uh, you know, make you a better person, same thing with failure. Failure can help uh, make you a better person through exactly. the process. Um, and yeah, he ends the chapter with, you know, again, if you if you mess up, if you make a mistake, if you crash and burn big time, don't shade it, admit it, you messed up. But doing this doesn't mean that you are a mess up. It means that you're a dreamer who's willing to take some risks, get a few scrapes, clear away the ashes, and build some new foundations. Yeah. Don't be afraid to start over. Keep Keep moving forward. Um, people, I, I think are really not going to remember our failures as much as we think they will. They may for a short time, anything that I've learned about, you know, living in, in this age that we live in is you can, you can make mistakes and people may make, especially if, if it's a big public mistake, people may make a big deal about it for a couple, couple of, you know, a couple of, uh, days or, you know, whatever, but it will soon be forgotten and we'll continue push forward. So give yourself some grace. You're not disqualified. You can do it. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And that concludes part six, expect setbacks. Yeah. And so now we're in part seven. Last part of the book. Last part. Sustain belief and land the plane. Yep. So we're, we're getting close to wrapping it up here. Yeah. But yeah, if you guys had any thoughts, those of you listening had any thoughts on this last chapter, three epic fails, feel free to reach out to us and uh, join the conversation at read to know pod on all social platforms, as well as read to know pod at gmail.com. If you want to email us, you can email us there. And also we would love it if you would leave us a rating and a review on Apple podcasts. And what that does is helps elevate the content so that other people uh, can listen and are exposed to this. And we would love it. If you would screenshot that or copy and paste it, send it to the, G, the Gmail address that you mentioned, and we'd love to read those. We'd be even willing to read them here on online. I have seen that we have gotten a couple more ratings since we've since the last time I've checked. No, no reviews, so we'd love to actually see your thoughts typed out for us. Yeah, and uh, you know I mentioned this yesterday, but I thought I'd mention it again. Do if it again. you if you want to uh, support the show. And help us uh, for you know like production costs, costs of of uh, running a website, keeping it up to date, all that stuff. You can help support the show by either picking up merch or joining our Patreon. Um, I'm still working on Patreon tiers, but uh, if you you know have any ideas, I'm still trying to think of the best uh, ideas to uh, to to bring to the Patreon table. Mm-hmm. But if you have any ideas, you can also reach out read to know pod at gmail.com if you have any Patreon ideas for tiers that would work well for this because I want to do good tiers. I want something that works well um, and is sustainable and also is just beneficial for those of you supporting and 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 following along and being apart. I want yeah. those to be worthwhile to everyone. Yeah. Not to mention the merch is super cool. Yes. So super cool. So check that out. Yes. And that is at, you can go to read to know pod.com read to know pod.com forward slash support. Yeah. So read to know pod.com forward slash support. And uh, you can check all that out there. Support us. If you are enjoying this podcast and you want to help keep this, um, the quality high as well as 
make this podcast as sustainable long-term as possible because that's what we would love to do. So yeah, feel free to check that out if you are so inclined. We appreciate it, as always. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow for Chapter 27. (laughs) 